Hey, I'm Gloria McDonald, and welcome to today's Daily Dose of Awesome. Today we're going to talk about how to get out of your comfort zone and into your greatness zone. Specifically, I'm going to give you five secrets <clears throat> so you can get out of that stuck, stagnant place and into effective action. And I'm going to share with you the number one arch enemy to your success, the great dragon that every leader has had to slay, and I'll show you how to slay it. And as you're about to see, when you start using these five secrets, you'll be able to get out of that stuck, stagnant place and into effective action so you can start recruiting more team members, making more sales, and building your business faster. So let's see if, uh, let's give me a, uh, let me know if you're here and if you can hear me. Hey, Marilyn, great to see you here today. Just want to make sure everybody can hear me okay and uh, touch and base here with everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, so let's dig right in. And thanks for all the, the likes, guys. Let's dig right in and see what's going on here today. Hey, Lisa, Jennifer, there we go. Petroline. Hey, happy Monday to you guys, too. Let me know where you're coming in from and what's going on here. Good to see everybody here. Okay, so here's the big question. What do you think is the number one arch enemy to, to your success? What is that great dragon? Hey, Alan, great to see you guys here. What do you think is that, that arch enemy, um, you know, that dragon? Hey, Curtis, how are you? Great to see you. So here's the thing. The number one arch enemy, your, your dragon that you have to slay, that frankly every leader has had to slay, is fear. And <clears throat> I got this question last week. I got an email last week from one of my coaching clients. Hey, Chuck, great to see you. And this is what she said. She said, I need to step into my greatness but I'm still hesitant and not sure why. I want success and money, but I haven't pushed myself to get past the quote-unquote shyness, if that's what you call it. Any suggestions or a kick in the butt? So, yes, I've got both suggestions and a kick in the butt. Hey, Tom, great to see you. Tomas, great to see you guys. Hey, hey, hey. So, here's the thing. Fear is absolutely your number one arch enemy. And every leader has had to slay this dragon of fear, and they will continue to have to slay the dragon of fear. And I love this, uh, it's not a definition of fear, but fear is when, you, when you've got one foot on the gas going 100 miles an hour and another foot on the brake. Um, so you're stuck spinning your wheels, taking action, but not getting anywhere. So... <clears throat> hey, Paul. Hey, Beth. So great to see all you guys. Yep. So this is a big topic because I speak to so many people that are just stuck and they really want to be successful. And I absolutely believe that you do want to be successful. But give me a one here if, you, if you're feeling stuck at all. Give me a one in the comments if you're feeling stuck, if you know that in some way, shape, or form you're facing fears and you know it's holding you back. And maybe it's holding you back from doing lives. Maybe it's holding you back from writing. Maybe it's holding you back from asking for the sale, you know? Yes, Beth says one. Maybe, it, you know, there are all different ways in which fear holds us back. Lisa, one. Yep. 
So we've all faced it. So here I'm going to give you the five secrets first. Tom one, Curtis one, Maria one, okay. Tammy one, great. So great to see all you guys. So here are my five secrets to slaying this dragon of fear. Number one is rewire your brain. And you've heard me talk a lot about your brain and rewiring it. And I hate to sound like a broken record, but here's the thing. Your brain is the biggest obstacle to your success or the biggest reason why you are successful. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. So number one is your brain. Number two is pay attention to what you're paying attention to. I'm going to say that again. Pay attention to what you're paying attention to. So pay attention to if you're caught in a downward spiral of, oh my gosh, I can't do that. I, you know, I'm no good on camera. I just don't know what to say. I might stumble over my words. Or are you caught in a downward spiral of, oh, I just don't have any time. I don't have any time. By the time I get home from work, I you know, make dinner, clean up the kitchen, put the kids to bed. I don't have any time. I don't have time. I don't have any time. Pay attention to what you're paying attention to because what you focus on expands. Thanks so much for all the likes and loves, guys. Hey, Sally. Great to see you here, Sally. Okay. So number three is have a partner in believing. I recommend that everyone have a partner in believing, whether it's a friend or a mentor, a coach, someone who believes in you probably more than you believe in yourself right now. And here's what I recommend. I recommend that you have someone that you can touch base with every day, at least Monday through Friday, if not on the weekends as well. But someone that you can touch base with every day, just a really short message where you know what you're working on and you tell your partner in believing, yes, I did it or no, I didn't do it. So that brings me to number four which is choose one thing that you're going to tackle. You know, so often we say, well, I need to start doing Facebook Lives, and I have to start writing emails, and I just have to get out there and do more cold prospecting, and I also have to do this and this and this. And then we overwhelm ourselves, and so we don't do anything. We get into that freeze mode. So choose one thing. Thanks so much for all the hearts, guys. Hey, Cecilia, great to see you here. So choose one thing, like maybe your thing is, okay, I'm going to start doing lives. I'm going to start doing live video. And maybe you say, I'm going to do two a week. Maybe that's where you start. Don't choose a goal, like if you've never done live video, don't choose a goal of doing live video five days a week if you've never done it before. Start with one thing, you know, one thing that you're going to tackle, and then take it in bite-sized pieces. Because... You want to set up the rules for the game so that you win. Life's a game, and you get to create the rules, and you want to create the rules so that you win. So make sure you have a partner in believing, and then you tell that partner in believing what you're going to do. So I'm going to do two lives this week, and then on Monday, you message your partner in believing. Let's say Sally is my partner in believing. On Monday, I'm going to message Sally and say, I haven't done my live yet, but I know it's in my schedule, and I'm doing it tomorrow, Tuesday. And then on Tuesday, I message Sally, and I say, Sally, yay, I did my live. And then on Wednesday, I message Sally saying, I didn't do my live today, but I've got it scheduled for tomorrow, Thursday. Then on Thursday, I message Sally, and I say, I did my live. Or if I didn't do my live on Thursday, like I said I was going to, 
I message Sally because Sally is my partner in believing. She's my accountability buddy. I message Sally and I said, Sally, I didn't get to do my live today, but I am doing it tomorrow. And then Sally touches base with me and Sally tells me what she's doing. So you're both supporting one another. Hey, Joe, great to see you here. So that's number, uh, number four is choose one thing and one thing only that you're going to that you're going to tackle. So you set yourself up for success. And number five is to just do it. So I want to dig in a little bit more. So give me a two here if this is helping you at all. Give me some twos in the comments if these five tips are helpful to you, if it's making sense to you. If you can see how doing these five things will help you get out of your comfort zone and into your greatness zone because that's what this is all about. It's about moving out of that stuck, stagnant place and getting into action. But we can't just start getting into action if you've been stuck. So Tracy says to, Lisa says to, Joe to, Petroline to, great. Okay. So now I want to talk more about this fear thing because fear is huge. Chuck says to, Sally to, Tom to, Jan to, okay, Cecilia to, 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 Beth to, okay. So here's the thing, guys. Fear is natural. and It's biological, it's physiological, it's chemical, and it's a mechanism to protect us. So you do not want to get rid of fear. We need fear because, you know, if an explosion happens or something happens, fear keeps us, you know, fear makes us do things like naturally protect ourselves. Fear is important. So you don't want to get rid of fear, but you do want to understand and learn about fear and understand how to manage it, learn how to manage it. So there are 400 billion bits of information coming through your five senses all the time. At any moment, there are 400 billion bits of information coming through your five senses. And your brain is constantly scanning, 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 for, and it's assessing to see if there's any danger coming from everything that your five senses are taking in. And when we feel fear as human beings, we naturally move away from it. Just like I said, you know, if there's a loud bang right off to this side, you're just going to naturally move away from it and maybe protect your face or whatever. It's a human instinct and you need it. So <clears throat> the question is, what are you afraid of in your business and what are you moving away from in your business? Because don't forget, this is natural. So are you afraid of rejection? Totally natural to be afraid of rejection. Are you afraid of failure? Again, totally natural to be afraid of failure. Um, are you afraid of looking ridiculous, looking silly, looking like a fool? Are you afraid that people are going to think you're weird? So here's the deal. Your fears, where are they? Are they in the current or, or are they in the past? They're in the past. All of our fears are in the past. And your brain is literally handling 10,000 trillion actions per second. I'll say that again. Your brain is handling 10,000 trillion actions per second. That's amazing. And when what happens is your amygdala, that ancient uh, part of your brain that it's a, at the base of your brain, is, <clears throat> is literally 
uh, telling you to go into fight, flight, or freeze mode. So if you go into fight mode, if there's something in your business you know, that's throwing you into fight mode, then that could look like blaming other people, blaming your upline, blaming your downline, blaming your sideline, blaming your company, blaming the system, whatever it is. Flight mode would be not showing up when you say you're going to show up, uh, not being on a call when you say you're going to be on a call, or quitting. Freeze mode would be procrastinating, uh, just being too busy, finding a million one excuses uh, for why you can't do something. So the right prefrontal cortex of your brain analyzes those trillions of bits of information from that are coming to you and it analyzes them and compares them to your past. And so it's saying, hmm, uh, is, does this look something like anything from my childhood, like the time when uh, you were made fun of at school or the time when you weren't picked to be on a team at recess or the time when your mother scolded you about something or the time when your father told you maybe you weren't as smart as your brother or the time when your teacher wrote a negative comment on your report card. So your brain is scanning for all those things, and if it's finding anything that's like that, it's going to say, no, stop and it puts you into flight, freeze, or, um, sorry, <laughs> flight, freeze, or fight mode. And then your left prefrontal cortex of your brain, this is your CEO, the genius, uh, where your dreams and the strategies and all your plans are. Okay, so Connie says you tend to freeze. Okay, let me know what you think you do. Do you tend to freeze? Do you tend to go into flight mode? Or do you tend to go into fight mode? Let me know what you think you tend to do. Put, put something in the comments there. So the thing is, the prefrontal, your left prefrontal cortex, is where all your brilliant ideas are and all your dreams and all of those things. But this doesn't, your left prefrontal cortex doesn't kick into action until all the things from your past have been sifted and sorted through and it feels quite comfortable that you're safe. So, Curtis, you say you tend to freeze, petroline. Ah, uh, <laughs> you were researching this topic. Yes. Good. Okay. So, Lisa, you feel like you do different things different times. Of course, we're human beings. We don't always do the exact same thing. But here's the thing. This is so important to understand that your brain is just a record of the past. That's all it is. So really what's going on is a little six-year-old is running your life. And do you want a six-year-old running your life? I don't think so. Okay, Sally, you say you freeze. Connie, okay, you love to find other things to do. So that, that's uh, moving into flight mode. That's, that's doing other things. You're moving away from your, your, uh, your, your comfort zone or you're moving away from the fear and you're finding other things to do. Okay, so you, re you have to reprogram your brain to have a different future. So fear is just an emotion from your memory banks projected into the future of a possible reality, which causes an unpleasant feeling. So are you going to move towards pain or away from pain? So most people run away from that dragon of fear, that dragon of pain. But leaders move towards the dragon. 
We prefer to stay in our comfort zones and instead of moving towards our goals and our dreams. So Keith Cunningham, who is a mentor of mine, used to always say, everything we want in life lies on the other side of fear. So everything you want in life lies on the other side of that dragon. Your dreams, your goals lie on the other side of that dragon of fear. Okay, so you have to slay the dragon. And in order to slay the dragon, what you do is you need to learn how to master and regulate your emotions, plus upgrade your skills and knowledge. So you start to learn to take managed risk, managed risks. So when you take managed risks, what happens is your fear circuits lower, and then you can start to take action. And what we do is right now, if you're taking, if you're never taking action, you start to take a little bit of action within managed risks. So yes, you know you're going to be nervous when you do a lie. Okay, that's a managed risk. You're not going to die. Nobody's going to be dead. But, okay, you're going to feel butterflies in your stomach, tightness in your chest, tightness in your shoulders. You're going to feel that. It's a managed risk. So you know you're going to do it. And then you do it. And then you do it again. And then you do it again. And what happens is, instead of never taking action, you start taking action 10 times out of 100. And then you up it to 20 times out of 100 and then 30 times out of 100, and then 40 times out of 100. And then what starts to happen is your brain says, oh, I've done this before. Oh, this is comfortable. Oh, there's no, no danger here. So you literally start to rewire your brain. Yes, Curtis, it's all about baby steps. Yes, and Keith Cunningham is the original rich dad. So don't forget, this is the way it's working for you, and this is the way the brains of your downline and your prospects are working as well. So your team members and your prospects are all working the same way. So, again, the five secrets are to rewire your brain, and it takes constantly doing it. You know, stepping out of your comfort zone a little bit, then a little bit more, then a little bit more, then a little bit more. Pay attention to what you're paying attention to. Pay attention to what you're focused on. Number three is have a partner in believing. Yes, daily habits. Absolutely. Um, so have a partner in believing, someone who can believe in you maybe as much as or as more than you believe in yourself right now. Start by choosing just one thing that you're going to tackle. Don't try to tackle you know, five or six or seven things at one time. Start by choosing one thing to start rewiring your brain to say, oh, okay, this is comfortable. I've done this before. Okay, I can do this. Okay, I'm not going to die. Okay, okay. So start to rewire your brain by choosing one thing. And then number five is you're just going to have to do it. You are going to have to give yourself a good swift kick in the you-know-where and get out there and do it. So... Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for the, the likes and the loves. Really appreciate you being there, here. I hope you found this helpful. And if you are really ready to upgrade your skills and your knowledge, then I want to invite you to hop on over to EliteMarketingPro.com. That's EliteMarketingPro.com. And find out about the No Excuses Summit, which is taking place in June in Las Vegas. 
where you will hear some of the absolute top people in the network marketing industry, and you can really upgrade your skills and your knowledge. So again, hop on over to EliteMarketingPro.com to register for the No Excuses Summit. I hope to see you there. I will be there. I'll be speaking on stage, and I look forward to seeing you all there. Thanks so much, guys. See you again soon. Bye.